name. Right. You know, I found out in John chapter number one, in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. You know why? Because the Word was God. And the Word was made flesh. You know what the Word is this morning? It's the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? And I want to say this. I don't like when they go messing with Jesus. And I don't like when they go messing with His Word. Amen? Amen. This, this Bible has kept me through some weary nights. Amen? This Bible has helped me in some dark valleys. Amen. When I couldn't talk to anybody else, I could open up the Word of God and He'd give me a fresh breath from heaven. He'd give me something that would help me, help me get through where I was going right then. Amen. Thank God for the Bible. The B-I-B-L-E, yes, that's the book for me. I stand alone on the Word of God, the B-I-B-L-E. Amen. Amen. Well, hallelujah. First Thessalonians chapter number 5. Let's get into text. Amen. First Thessalonians chapter number 5. Look with me, verse number 18. And we're going to be here this morning. Verse number 18. And the uh, Bible says in verse 18, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Let's read it one more time. Y'all ready with me? You ready? Here we go. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus Concerning you. Amen. The Lord be in my helper this morning. I want to preach on this thought. In everything, give thanks. Right. In everything, give thanks. Let's go, Lord, in word of prayer. Heavenly Father, the precious name of your darling Son, the Lord Jesus, we come before you this morning. Father, thank you for the joy it is to be able to preach. Father, thank you. Oh, Lord, for one more time, being able to open up the Word of God. Bless Lord, I want to thank you, Father, for just, just speaking about the Word, how it stirs my soul. Father, I want to thank you this morning for the Bible. Thank you, Lord God, this morning you've not left us without a Word. But thank you we got a Bible this morning. I praise your blessed name for that this morning. I ask you now, Father, to touch me. Anoint me with fresh oil. Give me that which I stand in need of. I need a fresh touch that only you can give. And I'm asking Father to help me. Help each listener. Lord God, give them exactly what they stand in need of this morning. Father, you know the needs. You know what everyone stands in need of. I don't. Well, Lord God, you do. And I pray, Heavenly Father, that you touch and help as only you can. In that name which is above every name, after the name of the Lord Jesus, we ask these things. Amen and amen. Amen. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And that's what I want to preach on. In everything, give thanks. I was looking Blessable. at this verse this week and, and drawing truths from. We realize these verses that we've been looking at for the last couple of weeks especially. We know they're not really long in their quantity, but they are deep in their quality. Amen. Right. Right. Before we find that if we look at verse 16 about rejoice evermore and Though those are just two words, the second smallest verse in your King James Bible. Uh, but they are, listen, they are jam-packed full of truth that you and I, listen, that, have, uh, that should desire to live by every single day Amen. of our life. Rejoice evermore. And last week we looked at a pray without ceasing. Yeah, right. And uh, we talked about how uh, that we ought to be in a constant communion, a constant uh, fellowship with the Lord Jesus. That no matter uh, where you're at, if you can't get in a physical altar, you are in a state spiritually. Uh, if you're in a hospital bed, if you're in a nursing home, or if you're at a funeral, wherever the case may be, you ought to be in a constant state of your life. But wherever you're at, that you can be able to offer up prayers unto God. Amen. Amen. Now this morning in prayer many times is 
We know it's a respectful thing when you pray, close your eyes. Or we know some kneel when they pray. And we understand that you don't have to close your eyes and pray. If that was the case, you couldn't pray going down the road. Amen? I think some people try to pray going down the road with their eyes closed. Amen? We're going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Amen? But we don't understand this. It's a heart relationship with God. It's the heart. One man said like this about prayer. He said this. He said it's the you giving back the bread that God gave you in the first place. Back to him. Blessing. I like that. But this morning we're going to look at verse number 18. And the 17, the 17 word verse on in everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Yes. I love the number 17, Brother Wayne. I, I, I look at what numbers mean in the Bible. And uh, I believe this Bible is so inspired. I believe even the numbers are inspired. Right. Yes, they are. And you know what number 17 means? It means victory. Bless you. Amen. And I was reading this, I was, I was amazed, uh, Brother Donnie, as I looked at this in verse 17, or verse 18, and it's got 17 words in it. And that 17 being the number of victory, and the Lord said the key to victory is found in verse number 18. Right. What is that? Well, when I begin to look at this, in everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. Well, I'm going to give you four things this morning. We'll be done. Bless the Lord. Verse number 18, everything give thanks. When I begin to look at this, who all agree with me this morning? I believe God's people ought to be a thankful people. Amen. I believe one thing that ought to be, many things, we could go down through this list and see that we ought to be rejoicing, I see that we ought to be praying, and even in this verse, we ought to be giving thanks unto the Lord. God's people ought to be a thankful People. Now many times we think about the November, about a Thanksgiving, and we'll offer up thanks unto the Lord. Let me just say this as a child of God. Listen, thank God for a day designated. Thank God for a month designated. But let me say in a child of God's heart, in the believer's heart, we ought not just be thankful one day of the year, one month out of the year, but it ought to be something that comes from the heart of the believer 24-7. Amen. We ought to be giving up thanks unto the Lord. Let me show you in this verse four things. First of all, I want you to notice and everything give thanks. I want you to notice the surrounding of our thankfulness. The surrounding of our thankfulness. Yeah. I see this in the very first word that's mentioned in verse number 18. It's this two-letter word, the word in. And when I sing that word in, it began to deal with my heart about the surrounding. Bless you, Lord. you see, the word in, if I can illustrate that word to you to understand what it means, is right now you would agree with me that I'm in the choir. Right? Y'all still remember what a choir is, right? I know we had it in a while. Bless you, I'm in the choir, right? I'm in the choir, but the choir is not in me. I'm in, listen, I'm in Mount Parrot Baptist Church right now. In a little while, I'm no longer going to be in Mount Parabatist Church. To be in something simply means to be in it. And Paul says under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, in everything, give thanks. You see this one, have you ever found yourself in it? Have you? Have you ever found yourself right in the middle of it? When you see that what your surroundings was, let's just be honest, we're not like you wanted them to be. Yeah. 
I think about the last couple of weeks, the Lord's had us looking at, a, at, a, at, a, at a, a, an event that took place in a prison. And we thought we talked about with Rejoice Evermore about Paul and Silas and how they were in prison. Right. Then last week we looked at Simon Peter as he was in prison. Listen. But you want to know what was amazing about them being in it? They were still singing. They were still rejoicing. Amen. They were still praying. They were still lifting up praises of the God even though they were in it. Right. Can I say to you this morning as a child of God, we're not talking about, listen, we're not talking about giving thanks just alone uh, before you go in it, even though you should. Amen? We're not talking about giving thanks after you come out of it, even though you should. No. No. This morning I'm talking about giving thanks right in the middle of it. Right. You know, we're guilty of giving thanks before yeah. and giving thanks after, but failing to give thanks in it. But the Apostle Paul says here, in everything, give thanks. Bless the Lord. Right now, no matter what, listen, I said again, no matter what you're going through, you ought to be giving thanks in it. Amen. Bless your heart. That's the surrounding of it. In everything, give thanks. I'll be honest with you. I fail in that more times than I succeed in. Because I have found this flesh does not like to give things in it. But I find myself, if I'm not careful, I'll find myself saying, Lord, if you'll get me out of it, I'll thank you. But you know what the Lord wants us to do? He don't want us to wait till the jail cell opens up. He don't want to wait till the shackles fall off. He wants us to lift up praises under His name. He wants us to thank Him right in the middle of it. In it this morning. Are you in it? I've got good news. You've got authority from the Word of God to give Him thanks. That's in it. I'll say this. I found myself a lot in 2020 in it. Y'all with me this morning? I found myself in it. I found myself right in the middle of it. Bless the Lord. But you know what I found? Just like it was in 2019, and just like it ought to be in 2021, we ought to be giving thanks unto God, even in a year like we had in 2020. That's right. In everything, give thanks. That's the surrounding of this thankfulness. Well, let me say, secondly, I want you to notice with me the scope of our thankfulness. The scope of what do you mean by that? Look at what the next two words say. In this is hard to swallow right here. Everything. Bless the Lord. Anybody have a uh oh go through right there? In everything. Do you realize this word, this verse right here, is just as inspired as John three sixteen is? That's right. But in everything. Didn't say some things, but it said everything. I'll be honest with you. I find it easy to say thank you over some things. But you mean, Brother Paul, I've got to say thank you in everything? Even the things I don't like? Oh, yeah. Bless Even the things we don't like. I was reading this week about a lady by the name of Corey Tim Boone. Some of y'all may have heard that name. She was in, back in, I believe it was World War II, when the Jews were going through all that they were going through. And uh, Corey Tim Boone wrote in her book, 
talking, there was a section in it about being thankful. And she was going through where a time period where her family was being killed, her, her friends were being killed. I mean, they were trying to do just imagine how it was living in World War II. Yeah. And she wrote during that time period that one of the one of the areas where she was in a cell, one of the areas that was blocked off for her, I believe it was her sister or one of her friends. And uh, that room was ate up with fleas. Where they were where they were stationed at, where they were they were ate up with fleas and their body was just ate up with sores from when they were scratching from those flea bites. Gordon Tim Boone said in that book, one day she was talking to one of her friends, her sister, and she said this, I have even found in the midst of what we're going through right now, where we're at, I've got something I can be thankful for. Bless you, Lord. Gordon Tim Boone asked her, she said, what do you mean, what can you find in this, in this cell? We're being ate up by fleas. Our family's dying. All these things are happening. How can you tell me we can be thankful in the midst of this with fleas eating up our body? She said, have you noticed that since these fleas have infested our little area, that none of the guards have come in here because they don't want to get ate up by fleas? And she said, we're able to sing. Bless the Lord. We're able to read our Bible. We're able to have Bible study. And none of the other guards will even come in here and bother us because they don't want to get messed up by the fleas. If you've ever been around fleas, you know I ain't going to do Bless that. Listen, Lord. You know what she did? She found something to be thankful for. Yeah. You know what the saying goes? Some look at the cup half full, some look at the cup half empty, and some people just don't care what's in the cup. That's right. But you know what I find out a lot of times? Go ahead, brother. We have that attitude to where we always think that everything revolves around us. No. And what we're going through. But you know what this verse says? In everything give thanks. One man uh, was was in a, in England one time, Brother Josh, and uh, he was listening to a preacher preach from this text, in everything give thanks. And he said, you know what? I'm going to apply that to my life. He said, I'm going to live by that. Got up that next morning. Got up and said, Lord, I pray in every situation I find myself in, I can be thankful. Listen. Got on the bus that day. He said, Lord, I want to thank you that I was able to get on the bus this time. He said, Lord, I want to thank you that you gave me a window seat. Bless you. He said, by the window. I want to thank you that the bus seems to be moving right on time. About that time, the bus stopped. And on step, this heavy set woman, I'm going to leave her right there, just say she was, she was, she was big. And she started making her way down the middle aisle. Guess what only seat that was open? Bless the Lord. And then she had a little bitty child with her that was kicking and screaming. And she sat down beside him. And let's say the seat wasn't that big, but he said it was it was pushed up against the side of the window. His face was smashed up against it. She she was a woman that was being big as I he could tell that she hadn't bathed anytime soon. Now, we mean this morning, I mean, you can tell her, she, she, she has a baby. And the little kid was just kicking and screaming, kept kicking him in the ribs, kept elbowing him in the side. He thought to myself, my goodness. And all of a sudden, this verse came back to his mind. And he didn't thank you, thanks. He said, Lord, I want to thank you. And all of a sudden, she lit up a cigarette and began to blow the smoke right in his face. By this time, he's becoming very irritated. This verse is going through his mind and everything. Give thanks. 
He said, Lord, how in the world can I give thanks in the midst of this? That's the way he said the Holy Ghost told him. You can thank God you ain't married to her. Bless him, Lord. Amen. talking about in everything. Right. Give thanks. You ever found it easy to give thanks in certain situations? That's right. I found it's easy to give thanks when you've got a good help for it. Yeah. But hard when you get a bad one. That's right. I hear it's good to give thanks when your kids are doing well. And when things ain't going so well, it ain't that easy. When there's money in the bank, it's easy to give thanks. When the bills are paid, it's easy to give thanks. But when unexpected things happen, when a vehicle breaks down, Amen. Pipes bust in the house. Things go on and you sit there and you find yourself, it's really easy to turn into a complainer rather than a thinker. That's right. Listen more. Now I believe our churches are made up, especially, especially in 2021. Yeah. We're too busy looking around. What's going on in society? And listen, you all agree with me. If you look around long enough, you'll find enough to be complaining about. Listen more. You can look at Washington. And say complain about what's going on there, and there's nothing to complain about. You can get on Facebook and complain, and there's a lot to do. Amen? You can find plenty of things to complain about. You can find yourself complaining about that you ain't got the vehicle you want. You can complain about that you ain't get to eat what you want for lunch. You can complain about your house ain't like it ought to be. You can complain about all these things. But you know what this verse says? In everything, give thanks. Amen. You know what that means? Regardless of how much money you've got in the bank. Give thanks. That's right. Regardless of every room in your house is leaking, you can give thanks. Regardless of every pipe buzz, you can give thanks. Sure. Regardless of the kids are doing well, if the kids ain't doing well, you can give thanks. Regardless if you got gas in the truck or gas not in the truck, you can give thanks. Amen. Right. Regardless if your bills are paid or if they're not, you can give thanks. You know why? In everything, you give thanks. Amen. Right. But you know there's something else in this verse. There's the end, that's the surrounding of our thankfulness. That's where we can say it like this. That's the word in is wherever you're at right now. That's the end. You can give thanks. That's right. Everything, that's the scope. That's the forever. That's in every situation. You can give thanks. There's something else I noticed in this verse. In everything, give. Give. You see, all these words at this point, in everything, give. Give thanks. That's right. That word give is ascending of our thankfulness. You see, that word hinges upon you. You see, Paul's writing to the church of Thessalonica, but when you're reading this, he's writing this to each believer. Though he is writing this to a church, he's writing to each believer in that church. So as I'm preaching this message, I'm preaching this message to Mount Perrin Baptist Church. Bless the Lord. But the Holy Ghost is preaching this message to each individual. And you know this morning that the only one that can rejoice evermore for you is you? Do you know the only one that can pray without ceasing for you is you? And the only one that can give thanks for you is you. Amen. And you know the reason why we don't give thanks this morning? This is real deep. You know the reason why we don't give thanks? We don't want to. That's right. Most average churches, if they do have a testimony time, you know what it's like? 
Pastor Stanley, has anybody got a word of testimony? Has anybody got a word of testimony? Y'all call yourself an auctioneer. Going once, going twice. Nobody's got a word of testimony? Nobody has got anything you can find over a week's span of time to be thankful for. Think about one thing just so long in this day that you can be thankful for. Know what I was thankful for this morning? I made it to church on time. Bless you, Lord. <laughs> Amen. I got here and all my kids had their shoes on. Amen. I woke up this morning and dog didn't tear up the trash like he did yesterday. My family had to be in the church this morning. That's right. Could be at the hospital this morning. Right. Could be at the funeral home this morning. Yeah. Been there before. Could be at a place I didn't want to be at. But this morning I was able to get up. And be able to put my clothes on, on with my own ability. I was able to dress myself. Amen. I was able to look over my wife and say good morning. I was able to go wake my babies up for another day. Can I just say, in everything, it's my responsibility to give thanks. Amen. Nobody else can do it for you. No. But it's you yourself. And if we don't have a testimony service, or I believe every service ought to be a testimony. Bless the Lord. Amen. I believe that you all, your wife, your husband, ought to put their your head their, their hand over your mouth and get you to hush up talking about the goodness of the Lord. Bless him, Lord. Amen. That's exactly right. You ought to be in such a state in your life that no matter where you're at, and I know that ain't easy. Regardless of where we're at. You say, Well, I testified last week. Go ahead and do it this week. Bless him. Because you know what I found out? I'm glad he just went to last week, God. Amen. He's this week, God. Amen. What if God was to say, I blessed you last week, and I'm not going to bless you this week because I blessed you last week. Amen. But I got good news. You know what I found out? He blessed me last Sunday. He blessed me Monday. He blessed me Tuesday. He blessed me Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. He's just not a one-day blesser, but he's a 24-7 blesser. Amen. You know what? He just listened. Ain't amazing. Dress this. Ain't amazing. That the Lord Jesus would not ask you to do something that he ain't already done himself. Think about it. He's rejoicing every morning. He's praying right now without ceasing. He ever needed to make intercession for us. You know what? He's the one that's giving blessings. Jeremiah said this. He said this. It's of the Lord's mercies that we're not consumed because his compassion faileth not. Great. He is thy faithfulness. He said, This is mercies with you every morning. You know, I woke up yesterday. I woke up with Saturday morning mercies. Amen. But you know what? I woke up this morning. Not with not with leftovers. Even though there was blessing, there was enough mercy for yesterday. But you know what I woke up this morning? Just yeah. as there was fresh dew on the ground, there was fresh mercies. That's right. Do you realize what could have happened to you last night? Yes. While he was asleep? I mentioned a few weeks ago about that family in their, in their lake house. Didn't know that there was that uh, leak, that gas leak in the house. Mom and, mom and granddaughter found passed away in their bed. Do you realize what could have happened to you in the middle of the night? That's right. God loves you. Mercy. You do know what mercy is, don't you? Grace is when God gives you what you don't deserve. But mercy is God holding back what we do deserve. Bless the Lord. Talking about being thankful this morning. In everything, give thanks. But you know what? 
I said there was four things. Here's the last one. This is the biggest one. Are ready for it? Bless the Lord. Everything. Give thanks. Listen to the next words. For this is the will of God when Christ Jesus concerns you. Right. Everybody wants to know what the will of God is. Bless the Lord. Right? You ever wonder what the will of God is? What question will you wonder what you is it your will for me to do this? Is it your will that I take this new job? Is it your will that I do this? Is it your will that I do that? And I hope you are interested in being in God's perfect will. Bless the Lord. Amen. Yeah. I do believe you can be in it, and I do believe you can be out of it. Yeah. And it's God's perfect will. And we give thanks. Y'all see that in the text? I'm not making this up. I'm reading to you King James Bible. In everything, give thanks. For this was the will of God, no. For this is going to be the will of God, oh no. But this is right now, just like it was yesterday, just like it's going to be tomorrow. This is God's will right now. Right now. You know, we can talk about God's universal will. He's not willing that any should be perish. That any should perish. You know it's God's will that you be saved this morning. Yeah. If you're lost, it's God's will that you be saved. I say amen this morning. For whosoever will, let him come. Amen. Yeah. Whosoever will. I believe it's not God's will that any perish. Go ahead, brother. If you go to hell, you go to hell as an intruder. Amen. Hell was made for the amen. devil and his angels. We agree with that, right? We amen. say amen to that. We say amen. Thank God for his perfect will. Amen. How about this? It's God's will for every believer. Mm. To have Ephesians 5 18 in their life. Be not drunk with wine, where is it says, but be filled with the Spirit. It's God's will, not only for the man that stands behind that Lord, but for each believer that sits in the pew to be filled with the Spirit of God. Amen. That's not just God's will for me. That's just not God's will for the deacon boy. But that's God's will for every believer to be filled with the Spirit of God. We agree with that, right? Go ahead, we read this as the Months back in First Thessalonians chapter three or four, he talked about it's God's will that you know how to possess your vessel on the sanctification. Yeah. Do you realize this this morning? It's God's will. Listen, it's God's will that you live a life that is sanctified unto God, separated from the world, and unto the Lord Jesus. Amen. That's God's will. We not be yoked up with this world. Yeah. Amen. It's God's will. Listen, he said, this, "He that loves the world is even with God." Yes. We're not to love the world. Amen? But when I say the world, I'm not talking about the believers. We understand we've got a lost man with lost family members in this world. That ain't what he's talking about. But he's talking about the system of this world. He's talking about the mindset of this world. He's talking about the earthly things of this world. We're not going our lives so concerned about That's God's will for our life. But I hear a lot of people talking about this verse right here. And everything good thanks for this is the will of God. This is something the Lord Jesus helped me with looking at this verse. You see, in this verse, when I began to study it for the first part of the week, it wasn't until Thursday morning the Lord turned the light on. And it amazing? You've been reading the passage for several days and all of a sudden the Lord turns the light on and you're like, oh, I, I didn't think of it that way. I didn't see it that way. Yeah. See, I thought this verse alone was just was a verse on thankfulness. And it is. Hear me now, it is. Don't miss thankfulness. That, that is the first part of this verse. But you know what I found out about this verse? In everything, give thanks. 
For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Amen. I said just a minute ago, you can be in His will or you can be out of His will. Anybody have a hard time rejoicing evermore? I do. Yes, Lord. I do. Anybody have a hard time praying without ceasing? Yeah. I do. Does everybody have a hard time with everything being thankful? Go ahead, Paul. I know this preacher does. Bless your heart. But you want to know something? You ready for it? God's will. Listen to the verse number 16. Us being joyful. It's God's will that we be a joyful people. Verse number 17. It's God's will that we be afraid of people. That's right. In verse number 18. It's God's will that we be a thankful. What are you saying, preacher? Verse 16, if I'm not a joyful person. Verse 17, if I'm not a, pray, a prayerful person. And verse number 18, I'm not a thankful person. You ready for this? I'm not in his will. Bless your heart, See, this kind of simultaneously goes together. Because you agree with me, if you're a joyful person, like you should be, and you're a praying person, yeah. like you should be. And we're a thankful person, like we should be. Who all agree with me? i got a good indication. We're probably in His will. Bless the Lord. But, if I'm not praying like I should, yeah. and I'm not joyful like I should be, and I'm not thankful like I should be, you want to know something? It's a good indication. If I'm not doing it, I'm not in His will. Bless your heart. You ready for this? You come this morning, under the good, good, probably idea, I'm in the will of God. Bless you, Lord. Let me just ask you this. Are you praying like you should be? Bless you, Lord. Are you thankful like you should be? Are you joyful like you should be? Is that not what verse 18 says? In everything, I read King King James Bible. In everything, good things for this is the will of God. Is that, could that reason, can that be the reason why a lot of our churches, services, church services are dead at 4 o'clock in the morning? Bless you, Lord. The altars haven't been used. Is about to with the men of <laughs> Our testimony services have turned nothing more but in a testimony service. Bless him, Lord. Could it be because we're not where we should be at God? Bless you, Lord, Paul. You see, the universal will is, is that everybody be saved. Yes. You're saved this morning. You're in, listen, you're in God's will concerning that. Yep. If you're filled with the Spirit this morning, if you're desiring to live, I'll say this. I'll say this. This verse is right here. I got a good indication that if you're doing these things right here, you're probably more likely filled with the Spirit. Y'all know those ones that you like being around? Come on. Anybody, y'all know those joyful people? They don't look at the cup half empty. They look at it half full. I mean, they find good in everything. Bless you, Lord. I like being around those people. Yeah. I like being around those people that bears one another's burdens. And when I give them a prayer request, I know that they're not just going to say, I'm going to pray for you. And let it go in one ear and out the other. You know, we're real good at doing that, ain't we? Yeah. Well, I'll pray for you. And you know what? We never even mention their name to the Lord. They amen or owe me this one. You know I'm telling it right. Right. I'm crying right down your table patch. Amen. You want to know something? Let you in on this secret. You want to know how I know that's true of your life? Because it's true of my life. Go ahead, Paul. I'd be lying to you if I told you I prayed for every person that I said I was going to pray for. My mind fails me sometimes. Yes, it does. I could be standing right here, and, and you tell me, please pray for this, and I say, I'm going to pray for you. 
But by the time I get to that back door, new things go through my mind. That were meaningful things. Right, Brother Lee? Listen, boy. They still did not stop it from being God's will. No. I live in this body of flesh. Let me ask you this morning. Are you in God's will? Listen. Are you joyful? Could it be this morning the reason why that you're always, listen, that you're always, your lips dragging the ground? And listen, I understand there's, I understand that there's, uh, we could go into the medical side of all this. I ain't getting into all that this morning. There's a greater mind for myself. I understand there's a legitimate issue that people face. I'm not talking about that. But I am saying there's a whole lot of people that could be a whole lot more thankful than what they are. That's right. And there's a whole lot many more belly acres than we, get, than we have bankers. We have a whole lot more complainers than we do testifiers about the goodness of God. Listen. Let men have breath, praise the Lord. Yes, it does. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Could it be the reason why the elements of your life? Listen, listen. Is that there's no joy? Y'all hear me this morning? If there's no joy, if there's no desire to pray, if there's no desire to be faithful, yeah. it's either two things. Number one, you're not saved. Or number two, you're not right with God. That's right. Something is stealing your joy. Something is robbing you of your prayer life. And something is robbing you of a thankful life. That's right. And you know what it is. That's right. Because I'm afraid that I'm going to go to the this. Then I found out when I get down on my knees and say, Lord, something's not right in my heart. My heart's hard. Lord, what is it? If you don't know it, don't bring somebody right through my eyes. And you got an offer with your brother. Just yes. say you did this and it's not right. And I had to ask for forgiveness. Remember one time I was praying. And uh, I'm in the eyes. I was praying that morning. I didn't feel like my prayer would get the brother to see him. You ever been there? Yeah. I mean, my, I mean, I just. I said, Lord, something's not right. Bless. If there's anything in my heart that's not right, you tell me and I'll get it right. And the Lord brought back to church man. That I had passed it like three years earlier. That I had all my heart that I had forgotten about. You know what made me do? Get on the phone. Call them. And say, hey, I'm going to ask you to forgive me. Listen. Brother Paul, was you in the wrong? Well, that's neither here nor there, but I'll tell you this. Read this. I'll tell you this. At that particular moment, at that particular moment I didn't care about who was right or who was wrong. Right, that's right. I was interested in the Lord hearing my prayers. Now, I think it'd be okay to say this this morning. Bless the Lord. We ought to be more interested in having our joy back, in having our prayer life back, in right. having our thankful spirit back than we are who's right at home. Amen. Amen. Bless the Lord. Are you in God's will this morning? Are you? Are you where you should be out of God this morning? Preachers used to preach about being in the perfect will of God. Yeah. You know what? I, listen, I'm glad I'm in the will of God this morning being a pastor and help parent back to church. Yes, I thought I'd get a few more amens than that. Listen, I'm going to back up and I'm going to let y'all help my feelings a little bit. Amen. I'm glad I'm in the perfect will of God being a pastor and help parent back to church. I'm glad I'm in the will of God being married to Brittany Cannon. Amen. She was the perfect will of God for my life. Amen. I'm glad I'm in the will of God where God has me at right now. 
church. I can say this because I is one. Amen? I believe we got a good church here. Amen. I believe we got people here that want to do the will of God. But I'd be lying to you if I told you, or if I didn't tell you, that I don't believe we're as joyful as we ought to be. Go ahead, And I don't believe we're as prayerful as we ought to be. And we're not as thankful as we should be. These altars are open this morning. He's going to talk. He's going to play. I don't believe I have to say anymore. I believe the Holy Ghost is going to say no. These altars are open. You must offer some. 